welcome to the Nourish for Life podcast, a podcast for women who want to ditch the diets once and for all and learn how to create a healthier relationship with food and their bodies. Hi, I'm your host, Sabrina, and I'm here to help you navigate your own journey from being a dieter to undieter for life. So what are you waiting for? Come on in. Welcome in to another episode of the Nourish for Life podcast. I hope that this finds you well. I hope that you're having a great day and welcome to a brand new week because typically my episodes come out on Sunday so that way you can listen and make a plan and implement what it is that I'm trying to teach you in each episode. And today we're going to talk about self-care, specifically self-care that makes a difference. So what self-care makes a difference? Well, it's going to be the one that you do. Okay. Everybody has a different life. They have children. They don't have children. They have a high stressful job. Some people don't, whether you're a stay-at-home mom or you work in your mom or you're just a professional, you don't have kids, you're single, you're married. It doesn't matter. You need to make these things apply to you and work for you. And so I want to give you a bunch of different ideas, things that don't cost money, things that might things that take a little bit more time, things that don't. So more of you can get the understanding, but also be able to apply self-care in your life. So self-care is extremely important. It's important because it's when we get the chance to zone in on our own needs and ourselves and really see what it is that we need, right? Like, are we stressed? How are we feeling? How is our body feeling? And as women, we don't take that time to do so. We are usually so busy taking care of everyone else that we neglect ourselves. And then we get into situations where we are just completely frazzled. We hate everybody around us. Everybody annoys us. And we just want to go and stay in bed all day. And then we're not being productive or we're eating like crap, you know, and it just goes on and on from there. So self-care really comes in and saves the day. It balances you out. And so a lifestyle that has the self-care is one that's going to be more successful and you definitely will feel a difference. And so I want to encourage you to find something that works for you, especially if you're trying to make changes or you're trying to create that healthier, balanced lifestyle. Um, mentally and physically, right? And so that's what we're going to talk about today. So what is self-care? So by definition, self-care is really just an activity that you do deliberately to care for you, care for your mental, emotional, and physical health, Now, a lot of us know exercise, right? We need to exercise for our health and that we need to eat properly for our health. But what about our mental health and what about our emotional health? We do not take enough time in caring for our emotional and mental well-being. I think this is where we drop the ball in our society today because we think that taking time out for ourselves, especially if we lead busy lives, it's kind of selfish, you know, self-absorbed or people that people have thoughts that you um 
if you have money, then you get massages and you take care of yourself, right? But that's just not true. So we really want to break out of that thought and really leave that stigma behind. Everybody deserves self-care. Everybody deserves to take time out for themselves where you are just focused on what you need, right? And just paying attention to your body. So when you don't do your self-care and you're avoiding and neglecting your needs and yourself, what can happen? Well, you can be very negative, right? If you're not that person, you've probably met some people who just seem always negative. Their thoughts are negative. Everything they say is negative. They just are that dark cloud walking around. And I think we've all seen them. We've all talked to them. We've all had that experience. So when you're not taking care of yourself, you can be very negative and that's not very fun. Who wants to go through life in such a negative mode, right? It doesn't bring anything good to your life when you're just negative. Now, not doing self-care can also lower your self-esteem. It can make you very fatigued, right? Very tired, right? It strains your relationships, whether that's with your spouse, your boyfriend, your partner, whoever you want to call it, just somebody else in your life, your children, your parents, whomever that you relate with, it strains those relationships. And then you can't care for others when you're not doing your self-care. I know me specifically, if I am not caring for myself, I will start getting super irritated with my kids when they don't do anything at all. And that's not a great place to be in. So self-care can um, inhibit your ability to care for others, right? It makes you extremely irritable or irritated easily. Like somebody looks at you funny, right? And you just want to like bark at them, right? So everybody's probably experienced that who's listening, but it definitely makes you more irritable. And it also lowers your sex drive, uh, among other things. So with that picture there of when you don't do your self-care, that's what you get. So we want to make sure that we're always in balance, right? We always want to make sure that we are getting a good night's sleep, that we're eating nutritious food and that we're getting some movement in our life, right? Some people call it exercise. I like to call it movement because it gives you the idea of you just need to move your body because that's really what it's all about. I don't need people to go out and be deadlifting and becoming marathoners if that's just not what they enjoy and resonate with. But we do need to find a way to care for our physical um, selves and movement. Movement is a good one. But what else can you do to take care of yourself that maybe gets you from an emotional and mental standpoint? Um, And that's where when you're not taking care of, it's hard to make healthy decisions for yourself when it comes to food. Or yes, I will go to the gym, right? Because you're being taken care of. So, you know, just keeping that in, in mind and in perspective is going to be huge, especially now. So many more of my clients, the people that I talk to are just so stressed out. And and obviously, right, like it's, it's going to be within COVID times because a lot of people aren't yet back to work fully or those who are, they don't have full hours. Some people's businesses have completely closed down, right? There's a lot of not so positive things happening in the world that are being, that are affecting us. But we, we need to still be able to take care of ourselves and 
focus in on ourselves and in what's going on that's positive for us, right? Because it just does not serve you to get in that space of negativity. It does not ever bring anything good to you. Think about your days when you start and you maybe bump your toe, right? And it's like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. It hurts, right? And then the next thing you know, maybe you spill something on your work shirt as you're trying to leave, right? Maybe you get stuck in traffic. And then maybe when you get to work, like it's not a great day, there's more on your plate. And then you come home and, you know, have you ever had those days where something negative happens and it just feels like the ball keeps rolling because you're in a bad mood, right? And I'm a firm believer of energy and what you feel is what you get, right? You kind of like bring that to you. So if you have a great day, right, you might see a lot more positive things happen to you. Maybe somebody in the drive-thru buys you a coffee, right? Maybe you go and find some money on the ground or your spouse takes you out a surprise lunch or dinner or, you know, like good things come to you when you're in a good mood, right? I've never had the opposite happen to me. And uh, nobody else that I've chatted with is also (laughs) had those experiences. So I just really want you to get the picture of being in a state of wellness, right? Mentally um, and physically and how it does bring things um, more into into your life. So with that said, let's talk about some ideas. So self-care should always be ongoing. It is not a massage once a month and that's it, right? No, it's an ongoing process, just like eating well, just like exercising, same exact thing. But it can be done quick because a lot of people think, oh my gosh, I gotta take out hours of my day. No, absolutely not. So these are some things that you can do, add into your life that would be very nourishing for your emotional and mental state and ones that I definitely um, do myself. So the first thing that I do every single morning and I recommend to all my clients is to get into the mode of journaling. Yes, I know it takes some time, but it really doesn't take that long, right? All you have to do is sit down, start writing, and it just depends on whatever you want to write about. So some ideas and some things that I personally do are if I wake up and I'm feeling a little bit under the weather, you know, maybe I just feel a little like, ugh, then I will just do a brain dump. I will write things in my journal, just what's in my head, get it down on paper. So then I can kind of decipher what's really going on. Because if you've listen to any of my other podcasts, you know that your emotions or your feelings are tip-offs to what you're thinking. And if you can put a brain dump, right, which is just everything that's in your head down on paper, you can see those thoughts that just really aren't serving you and why you're perhaps feeling the way that you are. Um, I'll also, I'll journal about how I feel, right? And those will always lead to obviously those thoughts, but just doing a brain dump helps. Also, I'll write nice things about me. Like if I'm having a disconnect with my body because maybe something triggered me, then I'll go write nice things about myself, about my body. And you don't have to have other people to compliment you to feel good. You can compliment yourself and feel just as great. It just depends on the relationship that you have with yourself. And I support having a positive, loving relationship with you because that's what actually gets you through those rough days and helps you to maintain your goals, no matter what it is in life you're trying to accomplish. So 
I will write nice things about myself, whether it's physical or it's about just my personality or my character. You know, um, I had such a negative relationship with my body, so I personally try to focus in on that. And especially if that's something I'm triggered about, like where I see somebody and like, oh man, I wish I looked like that, right? Then, then I'll make sure that I compliment myself because we're all of value, we're all of worth, and we all deserve to be loved and feel loved, especially from ourselves. Now, something else that you can do for self-care is watch cute animal videos, right? Or the funny memes or listen to a song that you absolutely love. There's days where I'll get into my car in the morning, dropping off the kids, um, you know, to wherever they are going to hang out that day because I have to go um, to the clinic and I'll be jamming out to a song and just it'll uplift me. By the time I work, I'm like super jazz. I'm excited. I'm happy, right? Have you ever had that experience? But those don't take very long at all, right? Hydration, drinking water, that is a great self-care. <laughs> That's the one that keeps on giving. <laughs> um, book an appointment you've been putting off. Maybe you need your hair cut. Maybe you need to get some nails done. Those ones do cost some money, but maybe it's something that you've been putting off, especially now because a lot of these places have been booked. Well, now it's been a little bit. Maybe it's time to go and see if they have any openings for you and, and take that time out for yourself and get your hair done, your nails done, whatever it is that, that you want. Maybe um, a massage, right, if you have that um, opportunity to. Um, another idea is deep breathing. Now, I do this a lot. This is my top quick one because it doesn't take much time. I'll be at work or I'll be in front of my children <laughs> talking to them and I'll all of a sudden just feel like, oh my gosh, I, I'm, I'm going to blow. And honestly, that's the bad place. That's like self-care neglected too long when you're at that point. So don't get there, ladies. Don't get there. But there's been times where I've had to take some really deep breaths before I respond. Um, and again, that doesn't take much time at all. And it really activates your rest and digest side of your nervous system. So it's it's really impactful for, for so many things. But definitely just self-care. It takes the load off. It really does. Something I highly recommend everybody getting into the practice of. Um, you can go outside. You can ground yourself. Take your shoes off. Put your feet in the grass or in the dirt. It makes such a difference to how you feel tell jokes or go find jokes, right? Or have somebody tell you a joke. That's always fun. Like my kids, if I'm in a downward mood, I'll be like, girls, just go tell mommy some jokes. And they love it. They'll come up with like so many. And the, and the kids are all hilarious. They just, they find the silliest of jokes, right? That just for us, it's like, oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. But again, it's funny. It's a way to care for your emotional state and you get some time with them, right? If you do have children. Um, another great one that I love is walking. So, you know, everyone's goal hopefully should be about a 30 to 45 minute walk every day. It's movement. It's great for your health, mental and physical. Um, yoga is a good one. I really enjoy some yoga stretches or just exercise in general is a great self-care um, tool. Um, calling a friend, like reconnecting or somebody that you haven't been getting back to, but you enjoy talking with. We don't want to call people who are negative. We don't want to call people who always dump all of their crap on you, but somebody who's a friend, who's just always that uplifting, encouraging person in your life. That could be a parent if that's the case and you don't have any 
um, you know, <laughs> negative feelings about, or it doesn't create other issues for you, right? I think you get what I'm saying, but calling a friend can be a very nice self-care, um, routine, you know, making dates with your friends every week. That's something that I try to do, um, because it does fill my bucket up as we say, or it balances me out. Um, another great one that I teach a lot of my clients is learning how to balance your day. So often we're just in reactionary mode, whether you work or you don't, and you just allow the day to happen versus, okay, how can I better balance my day where my needs are met, but then I'm also meeting everyone else's. For me, balancing my day is the first couple hours of my day where I have my me time. Um, that usually consists of me stretching, deep breathing, meditating, writing in my journal. And, and that's the best way for me to take care of myself on an ongoing everyday basis. But it's whatever fits into your life. Maybe yours doesn't look like a couple hours. Again, I get up early and have that. And I do that because I know how important it is. But maybe you're just starting and you, you have like 10 minutes and you can fit in whatever within that 10 minutes that's going to make the most impact to you. Uh, painting and drawing and singing again, you know, that's always a good one. Um, but if you are a painter or you draw, or maybe you like to color, that is awesome self-care, right? We all know that relaxing state that you get into when you're really into just coloring or painting or drawing. It's, it's great self-care. And it's one that you can also do with your kids. And I think that they get more depending on their age of course get more into that as well and it can be just relaxing to gather and then of course you're teaching them some self-care practice in the process which is always a beautiful thing uh, meditation i think i mentioned this already but meditation is so life-changing and it's so amazing it's something that i need to do more to be honest is something that i'm always learning in and growing um my growing my knowledge in but one that i see that's like top in value right up there with deep breathing. <laughs> um, it really, really just sets the tone for the day or even in the middle of the day or even at the end of the day. And you can do, um, guided meditations if maybe you're not at that, um, stage of sitting and being with your own mind. Um, there's wonderful guided meditations out there, whether you have an app or, um, you can go on YouTube and, search them. There's, there's so many to help you just get into that, that state, um, of being, and you know, you can find a guided meditation for like 10 minutes or five minutes. Like again, there's no excuse. It's just you putting yourself first. Um, time alone is an amazing self-care practice, something that I really enjoy. Um, a lot of my alone time is on my lunch breaks in between the going to the clinic, right? Or, um, because the kids go to, um, the boys and girls club when I'm at work right now. But, um, when school starts, um, there'll be less alone time for me. So my alone time will be in my car, driving probably to the grocery store. But, you know, we all make it work. We all enjoy it. And that's that's the beauty of it. And that's the whole point. Um, a nice bath is an amazing self-care practice. You know, you can put some Epsom salts in there, sprinkle some lavender, and just chill out. No TV, no social media, no phone, right? Just you, the bath, and relaxing. Because otherwise, it's counterproductive. Um, setting boundaries. Now, this is an amazing, I know all these I say are amazing, but it's just the right things. Uh, but setting boundaries is huge. How many of you out there do not set boundaries for yourself? I know I used to suck at this, but I've learned over the years that 
my mental health is way more important than saying yes all the time, right? And feeling guilty because of saying no, but set boundaries, set boundaries with people in your life or with uh, groups in your life, right? Whether it's school, PTA, or, you know, you have friends who want you to do all these things and you're just like, no, I don't really want to do it, right? Set those boundaries, be firm and, and take care of yourself. Don't say yes to everything. You can say no. And you know, I'm a, personally, I'm a recovering people pleaser. And so that was, that was hard at first, but once you start saying it and you're honoring yourself, you, you feel so much more uh, in control and just feel so much better because you are standing up for yourself. Um, I also think self-care is not watching the news, especially now, but the news, it just, it's so slanted negatively. I don't really see a lot of positive, um, stories reported like ever. And so not watching the news, turning off the television, not watching, um, certain shows or even movies that are negative is great self-care, right? Um, staying away from again, negative people. (laughs) We just don't need that energy in our lives, right? We, we have so much more, positive energy and energy to give when we're just uplifted and encouraged and motivated. Um, maybe spending time in a non, uh, stressful way with your kids. So like maybe out just hanging out with no agenda, like in terms of going anywhere. So you have to keep track, just hanging out with your kids or your spouse or your whoever, your partner, um, your people, your parents, whatever. Because I know for me, it can be extremely stressful when you're like, okay, we're going to go have a family day. But then it's like, okay, we got to do this. We got to make sure we eat. We got to stop here. Like that's just stressful. So taking time out with your family, that is just, okay, we're going to go here, period. That's all I care about. Just keeping it simple, keeping it easy. Maybe hanging out at the a swimming pool if it's open or if you have one at your house. I don't know. Um, but I think you understand what I'm what I'm trying to say there. Um, forgiveness, forgiveness is self care because forgiveness is always about you, never the other person, ever. Forgiveness frees you from that negative cord, right? There's like an energetic cord if you can picture it in your head that you're tied to with somebody when you do not forgive them, and it just hurts you over the long run. So forgiving people, forgiving yourself, right? Maybe you have, like I did, struggled with your weight and eating for such a long time that you just really need to forgive yourself for putting your body through that because you're trying to heal and you're trying to recover. Or, you know, maybe forgive things like happenings in your life or, you know, whatever it is that you feel bound to. It's heavy. That's heavy. That sticks with you. And again, it's really great for your emotional state to just forgive. And the last thing I want to say is sleep or naps. I love a good nap. Always. (laughs) I'm always down for a nap. But a good sleep too. Your how many hours of sleep are you getting? Like that's self-care, making sure that you are in bed at a great time and getting up at a great time for your body. And everybody I believe needs a little bit more sleep than somebody else. Like some people need more, some people need less and they thrive. But your sleep is whatever you need to wake up in the morning or whenever you wake up, maybe you're an overnight person, but whenever you're starting your day, you're waking up and you're feeling refreshed 
and just like energized. And if that's not you, well, then we need to delve into what other issues could be could be causing that. But really honing in on good sleep practices and, and getting that sleep is amazing self-care. So I'm going to stop there because I could keep going on. There are really so many ladies. Again, you just need to find what works for your life, what you can fit in, where you can start. More importantly, don't get overwhelmed by all these things that I've given you. I give you so many because there's so many of you who live different lives and I want to be able to um, help more people to, in, to implement these things instead of less, right? And so pick one, find one and start there. Don't overwhelm yourself. Even if it's just getting into the practice of that deep breathing, like if anything, that's the first one that I would recommend to start with and, and just practicing that throughout your day. But really feeling when you're starting to feel those neglects of self-care, the ones that I had um, talked about at the beginning, right? Like when you, when you feel it, then you can reverse it, Okay. So I hope that this has found you well. I hope that you have an amazing week. And as always, I hope to speak with you again on the next amazing episode. Bye, guys. Nourish for Life offers a one-on-one coaching experience, teaching women how to eat for the rest of their lives. Whether you don't know where to start you are an emotional eater, or you're just seeking balance, Sabrina has you covered. Sign up for your free discovery session at nourishedforlife.net.